Hi, I'm Stephen Crafty. I'm here at RMIT presenting Talking Design at RMIT University in Melbourne. And I'm with Lyndon Blick, who's come out to Australia for um, a short time. She's been speaking to students at the Dawson Street campus and welcome to Melbourne once again. Thank you, it's good to be here. Lyndon, you've had an interesting career in a very short time. I mean, most uh, graduates, when they look at people like you, think, how did she do it? Because it's taken me decades to get there. <laughs> you literally, just for people who don't know, uh, Lyndon started RMIT doing the TAFE program a number of a few years ago and then d- finished with a degree at RMIT and then was one of a handful of students who presented to um, uh, Abercrombie and, and Fitch. Yeah. Tell me about that. Yeah, so after I graduated, uh, Abercrombie and Fitch came out to the university, to RMIT, um, and interviewed a handful of the students um, from my year. Then from there, they asked a select few to do a project for them, um, which we all submitted, went over to Columbus, Ohio in the States for them to review. And then from there, they then... Reviewed all uh, after they reviewed all of them, they chose two people from RMIT and three from UTS to be flown over for interviews, and then from there <laughs> they chose. Lyndon, why would they come to RMIT when they've got so many designers in America? Is it because they see us connected to the outdoors so strongly? Or? They uh, they have a lot of designers from the UK as well. They really like to have sort of a really international presence at the home office. I think it sort of keeps everyone really creative. I mean, I probably think over 50% of the designers are from America and then a big percentage are from the UK and then there's just a few Australians as well. Mm. As I said, I think you learn so much from everyone from all over the world. Everyone's got a different take. Every... Like every country sort of has a different idea of what design is and have different experiences, so I've always learnt from each other as well. So, you started with uh, designing outerwear for Abercrombie mm-hmm. and Fitch. Yep. What does that mean for people who don't know fashion? So, outerwear <laughs> is anything from like uh, jackets to really heavy coats. So, it was quite an intense category to people to be put on when I first started. There's a lot sort of going on. There's a lot of different fabrics. So I did sort of twill jackets, wool jackets, um, denim, leather, nylon. So I did a lot of athletic sort of windbreakers um, and things like that as well as sort of the classic duffel coat or blazer or denim jacket, mm. things like that. So it's just any sort of jacket or coat, really. <laughs> Lyndon, most people associate Abercrombie and Fitch with the very preppy look, mm-hmm. uh, the university scene. You were mentioning before, before we even sat down to talk, that you really have to get into the mindset mm-hmm. of that culture. Yeah. What does that involve? Because you said you researched yeah. extensively that culture. What does that mean? As I said before, coming from RMIT, I was very familiar with the Australian university lifestyle, and uh, which is great. But the American college lifestyle is very different. So yeah, I did have to get into the mindset. How is it different? It's just a lot more preppy. The, like, the way that the courses are even structured are different. Uh, they don't necessarily sort of study one thing like fashion design. They'll sort of study something else and then specialize in one area so it's really interesting it's quite confusing to be honest sometimes but um but even their sort of their their lifestyle it's sort of what you see on american an american movie they have their frat houses and their sorority houses and their frat like a sorry of, i can't remember exactly what it's called but it's um when all the boys live in a house together oh, okay. and then the sorority is when all the girls live in a house together it's sort of yeah. like legally blonde the the sorority house sort of thing so they have that lifestyle and it's just party 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 and it's it's just sort of a different i guess it's just 
quite different the way it's... How does that translate? It's quite difficult. It might be difficult to answer, but how does that translate to when you're designing a range of outerwear? The American fashion uh, in college is just so, sort of a little bit different to Australian. Australians sort of more surf-inspired, I guess you could say. When I look back at when I was 15, I was wearing a lot of surfwear, and that sort of trickles down to the older brands as well. American sort of market, I guess you could say, it's a lot more sort of tight-fitting, preppy, as you said. There's a lot of inspiration from, like, the Ivy League schools, like Harvard and all that sort of thing. So I guess it's sort of really studying, like, the preppy styling from... Ago, was there any um, was there ever a, ever a time when you were starting at Abercrombie and Fitch that you were kind of putting down designs and someone just leaned over your head and said, "Look, Lyndon, this might be okay for Australia, but it ain't going to work in America." It wasn't that black and white, I guess. I had a really fantastic manager um, when I first started who was actually from Ireland, and so she was moved over, you know, a couple of years before me, and she really trained me. She understood that it's hard to translate it, so she sort of talked me through it, and she would just be very calm, like, I'm not sure if this is quite... I love this design, but I'm not sure if it's quite right for us, and these are the reasons why. And so she slowly just sort of trained me to think in an Abercrombie way and so I think that really really helped sort of keep kept me motivated but also like I was learning the whole time so there was quite a few designs that I was doing the first few months I was there that were just put to the side but it's all a learning curve. You are looking at your drawings which are actually quite exquisite and you were saying that you love drawing even (laughs) when you're not designing. Yeah I think that's I think that's so important, really, to keep a creative mind. It's easy, sort of, to get stuck in what you're doing at work, and that's that's all you sort of know and are used to doing. So I've really, really tried to sort of try and do at least one watercolour sketch or a little grey lead sketch or something like that each week, just to sort of keep my mind open. And recently I've had a few months off, so I've been doing a lot more, which is nice. But um, I think it's really important to sort of have something you love on the side as well, just to sort of... And you mentioned travelling's important to you. Yes, yes. I just recently went to Costa Rica and it was incredible. And I've travelled quite a bit around the States with work or without work. And I think that's really, really important as well. Or even travelling when I'm back here in Australia, I'm going up to Queensland next week, things like that. It's, just, it's yeah, being able to experience that's important. Lyndon, you're now, you've just been recently appointed to Urban Outfitters. Mm-hmm. Tell me about that. Yeah, so... Because they're based in Philadelphia. Yeah. Yeah, so I'll be I'll be moving out there in a few months. I'm just back here for a bit to spend seeing my family and stuff in between jobs. A couple of months ago I applied for a job there and um, everything sort of got started. I had to do a project. I was flown out there for an interview and sort of met the designers and everything. The head office is amazing. Yeah, let's backtrack. Just when you say you had to do a project, what do yeah. you mean you had to do a project? Oh, yeah. So a lot of American companies, and I'm sure here in Australia too, I'm just used to the American market at the moment, a lot of American companies ask you to do a project. So they'll give you a brief. They'll have a customer that they want you to design for, a brand you want to, they want you to design for in a specific category. Um, for Urban, I had to do pants, shorts, outerwear, and jackets. For women. For women's, yeah. So they'll give you that brief and they'll give you a certain amount of time, two weeks, three weeks, to do that. And they'll ask you to do a certain amount of sketches, a certain amount of mock-ups and things like that. And so you have a you have to work on that and then submit it and then uh, hopefully get flown out. <laughs> and then you get to present it. Yes, and then I presented it to um to two head designers at the company. Um, and Lyndon, why do you think what what do you think 
hit the button for them? To be honest, I, I was just so genuinely excited to be there. I really love Urban Outfitters. It was actually um, funny. A couple of weeks before I applied for the position, I was in the in the store with my boyfriend. I was like, I really want to design for these guys. So I was just genuinely really excited, and I think that does come across. And it's also like sort of my style, so I think I could see that as well. How um, would you describe your style? guess it sort of does change a little bit yeah. but a little bit grunge some days jewelry being able to like sort of accessorize as well as everything else yeah, yeah. and what what's what's their age target market so they're, they're sort of college age market as well but they do have some brands that are a little bit older as well they have um quite a few brands under the umbrella the i was designing for two specific brands so i can talk about the bdg girl is a little bit younger she's about 18 and then the silence and noise is a little older, maybe 20, 21. So they are still young adults and definitely directed to the college market. They also, within the brand, they also have sort of, they have men's as well and then apartment. Are they available in Australia or? They're available online. I think you mentioned also for a positive attitude is really mm. important. Yeah. Because I think, I mentioned to you, I think, well, a lot of designers now expect to be just instant stars. Yeah. It's just not like that. I mean, you've obviously done very well, but it is quite a challenge. And you were saying just to be very positive about. Yeah, be really, really positive and enthusiastic about the brands that you're applying for. Also really researching the customer as well is so, so important to be able to know what the company is about and who you're designing for. Another really important thing is to work really well in a team. You're constantly working in a team environment. And at my Abercrombie interview, we had a team activity that we had to do within the interview process. So I think like having that sort of thing and being able to show it and show that you can work well as a team is really important too. What do you find, uh, even after your short time as being very involved in the design world, what do you find the most challenging thing about what you're doing at the moment? Is it staying ahead? You're mentioning that a lot of chains now Mm -hmm. are just producing things so quickly and it's very difficult to kind of be the first. Yeah. Is that one of the issues or I think there's there's quite a few challenges to be honest. But yeah, no, there's there's brands like Zara that are turning things around so fast so you have to constantly like be on your game and be able to find like what's next, what's new and really like get those designs out there. Looking into like style side and WGSN, those sort of uh, trend forecasting websites are really, really, really helpful. But yeah, just constantly researching but it is challenging when you're so busy designing and working on the product that you're working on is to to be researching at the same time. So that, that can be challenging. I mean, you've just got to do it, really. Mm. <laughs> and getting out into the market and out into the world and interviewing people that mm. buy your product as well is really important. Do you actually speak to customers mm -hmm. as well? Yeah, I just... Um, about a year ago, I went to Boston for a rowing regatta ahead of the Charles, and we also went to Harvard and um, the Boston University and interviewed students. Um, we said we were from Abercrombie, so just sort of getting an idea of what our customer is, who who they are, and so just mm. interviewing them and seeing what they want and what they, you know, just sort of mm. getting into their mind, I guess. So it is it is hard when you're an older, like, you know, they're not really my age, so sometimes you're working and you're you kind of forget who your customer is, but you've just kind of got to snap yourself back and really think about who is she, like what does she like to do on the weekends, um, things like that, just to sort of... And where, where's her, this item going to fit in her wardrobe? Exactly, yeah. Rather than just doing another piece for the sake mm -hmm. of another piece. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Look, it's lovely that you've had so much luck. Well, I don't think it's luck, I think it's a combination of right timing but also mm -hmm. talent. What do you think that people saw in you that others perhaps didn't? <laughs> Is it persistence? I mean, or just the energy that you have? I, I guess so. I mean, 
It's funny, like, there's things that I just don't really realise that I do, I guess. Um, I look at my dad sometimes, I'm like, he's such a hard worker, he's so on top of it. What does he do? My dad's a psychologist and my mum's an artist, so I sort of have got a little bit of both, I guess. Mm. Um, So the artistic side from mum, definitely. So I think whenever I get a project or something for it, like when I got the Urban Project, I made a plan and I like got started straight away and Mm. I didn't have much time and I was working full-time. So I think like that enthusiasm and that hard-working nature must come across. <laughs> Lyndon, the other thing is, what do you think RMIT gave you, the program? Because oh. it is a different program from a lot of other fashion mm-hmm. schools. It's very rigorous and quite demanding. Yes. Yeah. But what do you, what did it give you that oh. set you up? So much. <laughs> RMIT was so fantastic. I'm so glad I went to RMIT. Um, but what aspect in particular did you find particularly? They really trained you to you know, not only design outside the square and, you know, be a creative designer as we are, but also um, design for a customer. Sort of, um, we had a few industry projects that we did with um, brands and knowing how to design for a customer, for a customer profile was really important because that's what you're doing when you get out into the industry. So they trained you well in that. I also think the the training in computer-aided programs at RMIT is really great as well. Um, At Abercrombie, I had to sketch on... Uh, Illustrator, which RMIT really trained me well in, um, which was really great. At Urban, I'll be sketching by hand, but RMIT also trained me in that. So I think it's having both skills. Mm-hmm, yeah, and then also the sewing as well. As much as like I, I don't do sewing, I didn't do the pattern making. My tech designers did that. It's really important to have that knowledge so that you can work well with your tech designers, so that you know you have that understanding. Lyndon, how do you see the Australian scene at the moment? To be honest, I've been out of it for so long. I should really like, yeah. research it more, but um. I think it's fantastic. Like, I recently just went shopping. I was like, I need to buy Australian designers while I'm here to bring back with me. And they're so fantastic. You know, the designs are very, like, new and it is a competitive market as well for them. It must also, I was going to say, it must be easier being in the States designing in season Mm -hmm. rather than being from Australia and designing for an overseas market. Yeah, it is sort of hard as well. Um, just recently, uh, uh, Hollister, the c- brand I worked for under um, Abercrombie & Fitch, just opened in Australia, and it is a completely different season. You're right, like, we're six months behind, really, if you think about mm-hmm. it. So it is sort of hard to keep on top of that because what, you know, Zara is doing in the States or in England or whatever, it's different to what's going on yeah. here. So it's sort of, you almost look like you're behind, but you're really actually yeah. not. Look, thanks so much for coming on the program today. It's no. been a pleasure and it's really joyous when you see students who just literally land plum jobs <laughs> so early in their career. Do you occasionally pinch yourself and go, you know, is yeah. this actually happening? Or? It's funny, I just said that to Dad the other day. I was like, I've been so lucky. And he's like, it's not luck, it's just hard work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, But yeah, sometimes it doesn't feel real. <laughs> Look, thank you so much, Lyndon, for coming on the show today. You've been with uh, Lyndon Blick, fashion designer, and you've been listening to Talking Design with Stephen Crafty at RMIT University in Melbourne.